This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. All right, so we got a lot to get to today. It's a busy, busy day. And in a little bit, we will address the elephant in the room with what is happening at MNC and why many of you are concerned based on the latest poll, survey, whatever they have going on their website. I will address that and I will explain what is going on in just a little bit. Maybe like at 3.30 we'll do that, okay? So at 3.30 I'll tell you why I'm apparently uh, in the dumps with MNC and we will we will address all of that and just air everything out, okay? But that's at 3.30. In the meantime, got to thank R&B Car Company. Again, working hard to get Tiger Woods' business. Go to rbcarcompany.com. I want to flash back to January. Robert Gordon was the director of health in the state of Michigan, known as the People's Republic of Michigan now under their dictator, Gretchen Whitler. Uh, it's a, Did you see that? She's not even attempting to wax her mustache anymore. I think she's just kind of growing it out. So Robert Gordon, he resigned, and we did a scent, well, several, on it. And one of the segments they were talking about when this was announced was, why did this guy leave? Because it was under tremendous secrecy. A bunch of weird stuff happened, and nobody really understood why he left. So he left this cryptic message on Twitter on January 22nd. Today, I am resigning from the Whitmer administration. It's been an honor. Excuse me. It's been an honor to serve alongside wonderful colleagues. I look forward to the next chapter. And like that was it. And no reporters could get a straight answer from the Whitler administration on what had happened, why he left, what caused this. I threw out some possibilities. I, you know, speculation. It, it wasn't anything based in fact. I let you know that at the time. And now we start hearing some very interesting things about this particular story. And I, I, well, I don't quite know what to make of it. So there's a report out there. This has been picked up all over the place. It's all over um, even like uh, uh, northern Michigan media out there. Uh, not, not floating around a lot in Michiana for some reason. Don't know why. So you're welcome. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer used $155,000 in taxpayer money to buy the former health director's silence. Now, this is a report, okay? This is in the Detroit News. The Detroit News reported, I'm getting it from Breitbart, but the Detroit News reported that Gordon, whose surprise resignation occurred in January, took home $155,506, a separation deal that also required the two sides to maintain confidentiality about the circumstances that led to him leaving. Now, this is... This is a typical media severance pack, right? I don't know how common this is in politics. I've never really heard of this before. It's really strange. But in the media, I've kind of talked about this before. You know, typically what you have, uh, for example, if MNC were to let me go, uh, <laughs> more, more on that at 3:30. Anyway, if MNC were to let me go, there's a separation deal, and I typically would be offered a severance package with a non-disclosure agreement. They're not supposed to talk about me. I'm not supposed to talk about them unless we say kind things about each other, right? That's the general 
modus operandi. And in exchange for that, there's usually a non-compete period where you don't go to a competitor in that market. So um, if and when MNC fires me, I won't go across town to another radio station and, and directly compete with MNC. And to make this a little bit easier of a transition, what they do is they offer a severance package, which is you know basically my salary for, for several months. And then once that's all done, uh, if it's negotiated properly, once that's all done, then I'm free to do whatever I want to do. Uh, the goal there in media is that once you go away for a little while, people forget about you, don't care anymore. The scandal goes away. Uh, the company saves some face by not getting you know beat up by fans and, and listeners and viewers and that sort of thing. And then everybody moves on. That's the idea behind it. It doesn't always work out that way, especially when somebody breaches that contract. So when he resigned, when Gordon resigned in Michigan and nobody could figure out what the heck was going on, and all we had is this kind of cryptic message where he said, my colleagues are great, but, you know, kiss off Whitmer administration. If you read between the lines, it's basically what he is saying. And there's just something happening there, and we're just not quite sure what that is. And people all over the country tried to figure it out. Nobody really had any answers. Until all of a sudden this week, we have a report that he was paid one hundred fifty-five grand to shut his mouth. Now, I just want to... Again, optics are everything. And in politics, one of the things that I talked about routinely with Pete Buttigieg when he was mayor of South Bend was that he consistently didn't follow through on what he was going to promise you he was going to do. And he would also hide things. He would promise transparency, but then not follow through. Well, when you promise transparency and you don't follow through with that transparency, people start to assume that you're hiding something. You may not be, but the assumption is that you are. And that was always the issue with Pete Buttigieg. It wasn't just the police tape, so that's probably the biggest known story. So now we've got this situation happening in Michigan where the health director just resigns out of thin air. No indications whatsoever that anything was wrong. Just gone. We've got Gretchen Whitmer essentially running everything herself. We've got major nursing home faux pas and all of that stuff. We've been talking about the nursing home thing as the walls are closing in on Gretchen Whitmer after the revelations about Cuomo in New York. And all of a sudden, we, we find out that she paid the guy over $155,000 to keep his, keep his mouth shut, at least according to the Detroit, uh, Detroit News. Well, why? what would be the reason for that? And at the time, okay, at the time, I posited a couple of reasons. One of those reasons might have been nursing homes. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that that's why, okay? I want everybody to understand. I am not saying that the 155 grand was a payoff for the nursing homes in order for, for Gordon to keep his mouth shut. I'm not even saying that he resigned over the nursing homes, maybe once it became apparent that there was a real issue uh, with that policy. I'm not saying that. I just, again, optics are everything. So on February 22nd, one month after Gordon resigned without explanation, he and Mark Totten, Whitmer's chief lawyer, signed the four-page agreement. The state agreed to pay Gordon a total that represents nine months of salary and health benefits, and he released... Uh, the state from any potential legal claims. Now, why does he need to release the state from legal claims? What is... Okay, another possibility. Gretchen Whitmer sexually harassed him. It's a possibility. Do I have any evidence that it happened? 
No, but that's never stopped the left from accusing somebody on the right. Why is he why is he getting a heck of a severance package in politics with a non-disclosure agreement where he releases the state of Michigan from any legal liability? What happened here? The agreement is the clearest evidence yet that the split between Gordon, a central figure in the state's response to COVID-19, and Whitmer was not amicable. Uh, Yeah, duh, his tweet made that pretty clear. And it shows that the Democratic administration used taxpayer funds to ease his departure. That's that's another thing. Now, again, non-disclosure agreements and severance packages are, are fairly common in a lot of industries. I've just not run into them in politics before. It's really strange. But now we're finding out not only was there an immediate separation in quitting his job, no explanation whatsoever, but we have a non-disclosure agreement about a public official. Remember, everything that the public officials do, unless it's classified information, is supposed to be public information. So now there's a non-disclosure agreement about a public official, so he can't say things that happened in the capacity of his job and in relation with another public official, which all should be public information, which is all very, very strange. And again, it kind of depends on what this NDA is really addressing, right? But still, you got two public officials where the information about the duties and what they're doing is supposed to be public information. Sometimes you have to request access to that information, but you as a citizen have a right to know what's going on with public officials. But yet there's this huge secrecy blanket that has now been put over Whitmer and has been put over Gordon. Beyond that, she pays the guy over $155,000 to keep his mouth shut so this public official doesn't talk about another public official about things that should be freely available to the public. All very strange, right? Now we find out not only is there an NDA, not only is there the $155,000 payment, but he releases the state of Michigan from any legal liability in a case that he might bring against them? So again, your your imagination is probably running wild. I, certainly mine is. It has been since January. And I assume that maybe this had something to do with the nursing home thing. I don't remember exactly what story was like parallel that at the time, um, but something was breaking at the time that just... The timing was like, this seems like he's just done and had enough. And he's not dealing with Whitmer anymore. But I don't know exactly what that was. I'd have to go back in the archives and look, and I'm just too lazy to do that today. But why on earth is this is this happening? And is it because of nursing homes? Is it because of the weird relationship that Whitmer has with awarding Democratic firms contracts? that could compromise the privacy of the public did she try to diddle him that becomes the big question did whitmer try to diddle gordon and if she did try to diddle gordon he could be releasing the state of any liability for a sexual harassment uh, and or assault claim uh you know hashtag uh, him too casey do you have any evidence of any of that no i don't but that's never stopped the left from making those accusations either and for everybody to go viral and, and make them believable. After all, we did spend over four years in a news cycle where all of the stories were fake.
So you can allow me a little brevity here because at least I'm telling you that I'm not sure if this is actually real. But I'm leaning towards she tried to diddle this guy. Why? Because it's more fun. And it sure seems this screams, okay? This screams sexual harassment settlement. That's what this screams. This doesn't scream, please don't tell anybody that I killed grandma by putting them in nursing homes. This screams sexual harassment. So, <laughs> this is exactly what happens when somebody has been sexually harassed and the the cleanup process takes place. Uh, this is exactly what Harvey Weinstein did with people. This is exactly what all sorts of women have dealt with with predatory men in the workplace. When the accusation comes, uh, somebody shoots their shot and gets rejected thoroughly. Uh, harassment talk starts, and the next thing you know, you've got, all right, uh, you can leave. Uh, let's do an NDA, and we'll make you a fairly wealthy person as a result of your silence. That's what this. That's exactly what this looks like. Anybody who's paid attention to sexual harassment cases, this screams sexual harassment settlement. Do I have any evidence that that's what it is? No, I don't. But it's fun to speculate. We have more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. And we are live streaming on DLive.TV slash Casey the Host. And it's becoming one of the last bastions of of censored content for me. (laughs) More on the MNC stuff and what's going on coming up at 3.30. Okay, so at 3.30, we'll do the MNC stuff. At 4 o'clock, we're going to bring investigative journalist Clifton French on from Real News Michiana because a local Black Lives Matter uh, leader has been arrested and he did a story about it, so we'll have him come on about 4.05 and talk about that exclusive story that he has at realnewsmichiana.com. And we will also talk about uh, why Amazon is making their logo look like Hitler. All of that stuff is coming up and much more. Uh, Michigan has begun passing election integrity bills, and let's see, what do we have here? Uh, State Representative Matt Hall is a Republican. He went on with the Kyle Olson Show. And he said the legislature began passing bills intended to restore integrity to the election process. I mean, really, you only need you only need those for Wayne County. Uh, Outside of Wayne County, things went fairly well (laughs) inside of Wayne County. Not so good. Anyway, Hall was chairman of the House Oversight Committee last session. He held hearings that featured testimony from municipal workers, former Donald Trump, uh, then personal lawyer Rudy Giuliani and counting, obs- uh, counting observers who alleged officials did not follow laws or procedures. Well, they didn't just allege it. Uh, they had it on tape. We saw it. He said that there were concerns even before the election. Yeah, I know. There's been concerns in Michigan for a very long time. Multiple elections. And here's the thing that is so funny about the Michigan stuff is routinely and consistently there's major percentages of certain types of voter fraud that gets discovered in Michigan so much so that Democrats I think it was even uh Focahontas was concerned about some of the patterns of fraud and election irregularities in Michigan over several election cycles and actually wrote a whole paper about it letter paper whatever it was And this is something that the Democrats have acknowledged for a long time, too, 
And they really ramped it up after 2016. Now, all of a sudden, that Republicans are saying, hey, we agree with you. This is a real problem. The Democrats are like, meh, it's not real. The Michigan Auditor General found that there were many people across our state who were not over, who were over 120 years old, which is no longer, uh, which is longer than the oldest living person. And we found that there's over 300,000 people who are inactive voters who haven't voted in over 20 years. As I said before, uh, you need to you need to purge the voter rolls every eight years. And I firmly believe that you purge them every single eight years. And, you know, you you just you start with a clean slate that captures people who, who are dead. They're removed, captures people who have moved. They're removed. It captures people who now are no longer legally allowed to vote that they get removed. You don't have an issue with it anymore. It just really cuts down on that stuff. Uh, Hall said the Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson, knew those facts but still sent out millions of unsolicited absentee ballot applications to this inactive voter list. Yes, they did. Talked about that many times on the show. So they've started putting together some pieces of legislation to address some of these things and fix some of those problems. We'll see exactly what it does and how that works out. Uh, I remain skeptical because, well, it's politicians and, of course, it's the state of Michigan under the tutelage of Gretchen the Diddler Whitmer. So we'll we'll see exactly how this all shakes out. Uh, coming up, we'll address uh, the MNC thing, because I know a lot of people are kind of wondering what's going on with MNC and all of the, the latest developments. And you saw the poll that is up there, and a lot of you are really concerned about that. Uh, so we'll talk about that coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car experts. All right. Uh, apparently, this has become a thing today, and I wanted to address it because it started to show up all over my inbox, and a lot of people are uh, pretty concerned, pretty upset, and just generally getting their panties in a bunch and not in a positive way. So I wanted to talk about it on the show, take some time to deal with it. Uh, Four o'clock, we're going to have investigative reporter Clifton French. He's going to come on. He's going to talk about uh, his breaking story today that a Black Lives Matter leader in South Bend has been arrested again. And we'll talk with him at 4.05. So there is a poll. If you go to 953mnc.com, there is a survey that is on the website. Tell us who you want to hear on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, help us decide, and you get to register to win 100 bucks. So how about that? It's not cryptocurrency, it's just regular greenbacks, ladies and gentlemen, so sorry. Um, which of the following talents that you'd like to hear on 95.3 MNC? You can select up to five, all right? Now, I'm going to go through the list, just so you understand. So these are people that you want to hear on MNC as a part of our lineup. Right? Well, excuse me. <clears throat> Their lineup. Uh, number one, Tony Katz, friend of mine. Charlie Kirk. Matt Locke. Dan Bongino. Mark Levin. Jimmy Fela? Fiala? I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. Uh, Guy Benson. Todd Herman. Mark Stein. Ken Matthews. Ben Shapiro. Pat Miller. And whoa, whoa. Uh, Tucker Carlson. Or you could put in other, right? Now, what I started to notice <laughs> is people were starting to go, 
hey, there is a name missing. And it is, of course, the greatest name of all of the names, and that is my name. So I can only assume I will be separated from MNC in short order. Uh, and whatever happens after that happens after that. And since I can't make a living on D Live anymore, I guess I'm toast. But there is an other section. So you can click on the other section and then write in whomever you actually want to hear on MNC. Now, remember, you can select up to five people here. So if I control MNC, select four people that you'd like to hear and then do other and put me in there. That would be, that would be fantastic. Um, now, in all seriousness, though, in all seriousness, and so many of you are really, I'm seeing it right now. I'm seeing it right now. So I posted this on Facebook, and I'm like, I guess I'm listed in the other category. <laughs> um, what you have to understand is this is not specifically about 12 to 3, okay? This is, here's, here's the thing. We're going to have a vacancy on this station no matter what. And whether I stay where I'm at, whether I move, whether somebody else moves, what there's going to be a vacancy because there's now one less person in the lineup. We've lost Rush. So somebody is going to have to fill a time slot somewhere. And what is happening is MNC is asking who you, the audience, would like to fill the vacancy that is left in the lineup wherever the time slot of said vacancy actually is. So while my name is not on there, you'll notice something else. Neither is Kilmeads, neither is Hannity's, neither is Lars, etc. Okay. Uh, this is purely about who you want to add to the lineup, not specifically at 12 to 3. All right. I still don't have any idea what's happening 12 to 3. I have asked and I have been ignored, which for the record is normal. So that's, there's nothing concerned. That's normal behavior for, for, for the company that I work with to ignore me unless they need me to send them some production uh, stuff. So this, this is just a list of up to five people that you would like to hear in the lineup. Okay. And I, you know, look, they, obviously your, your feedback, your input is going to be very important in the decision-making process of who they're going to bring in contractually. The other thing that is going to be an issue is what's, you know, the contract look like, you know, are they going to demand a time slot that we're not going to give them? Are they going to demand too much money? Uh, are they going to have a package deal where you can only get the show that we actually want to get? If we take two other shows, we don't want to get who knows, right? We, we just, we don't know. So it all just kind of depends. Um, I know several people on this list personally, I know of others, and there's a couple of new names on there that I'm not familiar with. Uh, but at the same time, this gives you an opportunity to select five people, including another option. Okay, if you, there's somebody out there that you've never that, that isn't in the list that you've heard of and you would really like on the show or on the station, I should say, um, you can go ahead and fill that in, and then they can look into that person as well. And and not all of these people, by the way, are going to be available. Okay, they're not going to be available. And some people are asking me about Tucker Carlson. And yes, there is an audio podcast of his show. So that does exist. So it's an option uh, as a Fox affiliate for us to get that. So just go to 95.3 MNC, take the survey. And, you know, if you want to if you want to troll MNC a little bit and put my name in other, that would be great because I like messing with them. Uh, but at the same time, just understand that this is not specifically about the 12 to 3 spot. Okay, so it's not like uh, they're just denying that I could go to 12 to 3. And, and I also I have no idea if that's even going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. I have no idea what's going on. Um, but there will be a vacancy in our lineup, period. 
doesn't matter. If I stay where I'm at now, there will be a vacancy. If I do get moved 12 to 3, there will be a vacancy. So somebody's going to have to plug that hole. We just don't know who yet. And they're asking for your feedback. So go to 953mnc.com, fill out the survey. Yes, it asks for your email. Um, no, we're not selling it to the Chinese. Like I said, it, I think, you know, we'll we'll use it for our normal email lists and that sort of thing. Uh, it's it's a part of it. But we're also going to give you an opportunity to win 100 bucks. So you get a say in who joins the lineup at the station, and you've got a chance to win $100. So go check it out, 953mnc.com, um, and just relax a little bit. Uh, if if I were to be, <laughs> I know I tweaked some of you pretty pretty hard earlier. If I were to be fired from the station, I would not be doing this show right now. Okay, you don't get fired from radio and then still do a show. It's not <laughs> that's not how it works. Uh, they disappear you. You just vanish. There's a fill in host and there is no explanation whatsoever. That's how it works. If that ever happens, and nobody says Casey's on vacation, Casey's sick, Casey will be back. If nobody does, then I've been fired. Okay, that point you can reach out to me. Uh, but until then, we're all good. It's a list of potential people who could join the lineup on MNC, wherever that spot happens to be in the lineup that becomes available. Because we don't, I don't have, I don't have any clue uh, what's what's happening with that. So, go figure out uh, what your best names are, and a couple of them on there I really like uh, that I think would be really good, a good fit for the station in the direction that I think the station should go. Uh, they of course have not asked me because again they like making mistakes without without uh, giving me the blame and then i get to do the hashtag told you on my own bosses but go to 953mnc.com and good afternoon thank you for tuning in news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel i am your host casey hendrickson all right this is how fake news happens like this is a fake fact check okay this is a perfect example of how this plays out. We've talked about this quite a bit, but I just want you to I want you to hear another example of it because the more examples of this that you hear, the easier it's going to be for you to pick up on this stuff. So we have ABC. ABC 11 News did a fact check. Now, the Associated Press does this, you know, the normal fact checking services do that, but what they do is, you know, at the end of the week, there's a list of fake news stories and they will do a fact check on those fake news stories. Now, they almost never, and I will show you on the live stream here. I got to turn the audio down because there's like an autoplay video on the website. For those of you who are actually on the live stream, when we go to uh, abc11.com, you will see, there you go, that, yeah, this is the Associated Press fact check. So this is the fake Associated Press fact. It's really not ABC11. They just publish it. I think MNC published uh, one of those things, things that you get in the Associated Press, it goes through check. And big news flash, I would frankly fact the Associated Press fact check because their fact check is almost always incorrect on at least one or two stories. And so they go through a couple of different, you know, stories, whatever, not a big deal. Uh, and then you get down to this. Biden didn't tweet about minorities not being able to use the Internet. The claim right? On February 18th, Joe Biden tweeted that comments on minorities not being able to use the internet were taken out of context. And then they go into a fake tweet made to appear that it came from Biden's official Twitter account at Joe Biden circulated on social media following remarks that he made at a CNN town hall on February uh, 16th. But see, here's the, here's the thing though. 
this is how you you do this. Now, what happens, the way that this is phrased, the fact that there's no link to it, was there a fake tweet? I don't know. I've never seen a fake Joe Biden tweet about that. What I can tell you, we played you the audio of Joe Biden saying it. And then we played you Ami Horowitz uh, going into Harlem and talking to people about similar comments. It's it's racism of low expectations is what it is. It's actually the thing that sank Joe Donnelly's uh, re-election campaign here in Indiana. So anyway, this is a, a fact check that what they do is they they make up a story or they take a very small, irrelevant snippet of the actual story. The actual story is Joe Biden said minorities don't know how to get on the Internet and don't know how to get the vaccine. Because, again, minorities are stupid and minorities don't have access to the Internet, which is a complete and total lie. It is a factual, demonstrable lie that that is the case in the United States of America. Uh, Most people not have access to the internet are not in urban areas, not in low-income urban areas. They're in rural areas and they tend to be over 60 years old. That's according to the official data from the federal government. So it's not true that minorities don't have access to the internet and don't know how to get the vaccine. Of course they do. Minorities are not stupid. But Joe Biden played the the uh, the racism of low expectations. He pulled out the old racist trope that, you know, uh, people of color don't have access to the Internet because they're so poor and they don't how, know how to use the Internet, even if they had access to it at a library, something like that, uh, because they're so dumb. And that's essentially what Joe Biden did. He said it. We played it for you on the air. He did it at the town hall and he was not called on it. He did it at the town hall. So what the Associated Press has done is the Associated Press basically took a fake story and said it was Joe Biden tweeted this. And then they do a fact check. He didn't tweet that. That's not true. That's not the story. The story is that Joe Biden actually said it. That's the story. But see, what this does is when it comes up in the future and you bring up, hey, Joe Biden said that minorities uh, don't have the Internet and are too stupid to figure out how to get on it. The Associated Press did a fact check on that. Okay, it's not true, Karen, when in fact it is true. That's how a fake fact check works. It's spin. It's not real. And it's designed to deceive people and bury the actual event in the narrative, which is Joe Biden said those things. More coming up.